Is this thing on? Hello, and welcome back to the Essay Voice podcast, a podcast by students for students. Uh, I'm Brian, I'm one of your podcast hosts. Joining me today is uh, the wonderful Uchi, and as well, we're joined by Terry McGinn, our student association president. Hello, how's it going today, Terry? Uh, good, thanks, Brian. Um, I'm glad to be here. Well, we're happy to have you on. And how are you doing, Uchi? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be part of this podcast. Thank you. And it's always wonderful having you on it. And today, you know, we're going to be talking about something that's very important, especially as we're still, you know, in the start of the semester. And we're answering some of your frequently asked questions, like you, the students. So one of the first, one of the things that we're always asked is, you know, there's some common questions. And we figured that taking some time today, just to kind of go over some of these things that might be helpful to your start of your student career. And we're going to kind of kick this off with, Talking about some discounts. So either of you can answer this. What are some discounts you can get or can you get discounts with your student card? Yeah, so I guess I'll take this question just because it's fun. Um, there are lots of different ways that students can get discounts and I would encourage students to ask for discounts, like ask if there's a discount available basically anytime they go anywhere um, because there are a surprising number. We have on the essay website, there's a student discounts link where you can find some common places where you can get discounts with your student card. But I don't think we have captured all of the options that students can, can get. So a really great thing about the link that's on the essay website is that it includes a map. So you can actually go and filter and look through some of the different options um, for student discounts that are available to you. And you can find directions to the places that offer those discounts. And some of the discounts are kind of neat. Um, like some of them are your sort of standard discount where you go to uh, Metro or you go to Loblaws on a certain day of the week and you can get a percentage off of your um, off of your purchase. But there are also some really neat discounts that as we transition hopefully out of COVID times can become more useful to students again. One of the downtown hotels, for example, has an I Miss My Kid discount. Um, and that's a discount. It's a student discount, but it's more of a discount for parents. But I also just think that it's adorable and just a wonderful thing where parents who live out of town, who have a student who studies at St. Lawrence College, can get a discount on their room rates uh, at the hotel if they let the hotel know that they have a student and the student presents their, their student card on behalf of their parents. So I just think that those are some really great discounts. So that's why I say to students, ask, because that's the kind of discount that you won't find unless you ask if there's an option um, for, for a discount. And there are lots of vendors and retailers out there who are um, willing to and do offer student discounts. And of course, if you find one that we don't have on our map, if you find one and you go to the essay website and you see that it's missing, drop us a line uh, and we would love to add those things so that this map can become more comprehensive um, for students in the future to be able to find discounts. Mm. That's, that's fantastic. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you know, as some people may know, I'm an accounting student. So my 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 schooling and my mind is very much numbers based. So I love anytime I can save money. So you know, being able to use this kind of map and figuring out like the best way to save some money on some groceries and things, it's it's fantastic. And it's it saved me a lot of money over my student career. Hmm. That's amazing, Terry. I just wanted to know, like, I, I shop a lot at Walmart. Do you, do you know whether Walmart gives students discounts? 
That's a good question. I don't think so. I don't want to speak for Walmart, but I think they don't. But Loblaws does. Um, so that's a good place to go. And then other places do as well. Like another great place to shop um, is like, if you're looking for clothes, is Talese. Um, you know, and it's really well organized and Talese offers a student discount. So, and I found that one out totally. I would just happen to be at Talese one day and I had my backpack and my backpack has the, the St. Lawrence College logo on it. And the cashier said, are you a student at St. Lawrence College? And I said, yeah. And she said, well, do you have your student card? Cause we offer a student discount. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So I didn't even know about it at that point. And, and it was the, the person at, at Talese who offered or who, who made me aware of it. So like I say, definitely ask those questions and check out the map. That Talese is now on the SA map, um, but it hadn't been before. So those are, there, there are lots of options out there. And like Brian said, save your money, right? Like you can ask the question, is there a student discount? And they might say no, but what's the, you know, for the cost to you to ask the question and be told yes or no, that's nothing, right? If you save 10%, if you save 5%, if you save two bucks, save it, right? That you, we can use the money more than they can. Thank that's you. absolutely perfect. I love it. So Another one that I know we constantly deal with and um, is lockers. You know, in normal times, you have more people in the hallways, but we still need lockers. Um, Ujay, do you want to talk about this? Like, how does, how does someone rent a locker for the upcoming semester, the upcoming year? Oh, yeah. So um, lockers can be rented uh, in person at uh, the SE front desk. So usually it costs about $35 per semester. And, uh, and it's first come on first come first serve basis. So um, if you want lockers, you want some storage spaces for your items, sure you have to be in person and uh, the essay front, front desk could be able to help you. Fantastic, yeah. And it's super easy to do, you know, you get your deposit for your lock back at the end of the semester, as long as you haven't messed it up. Uh, so, you know, don't do that obviously. But it's great to have a locker. I, I know like my girlfriend and I were both students and you know, it, I was using the gym a bit and she, she did have some classes on the campus. Having it, especially in the winter, is really nice to have, you know, uh, just being able to kind of go drop your, drop your bag, your boots, all those kind of things. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing to have. And uh, I highly suggest having a locker if you're gonna be spending any kind of uh, amount of time on the campus. Absolutely. I'm just gonna add one more quick pro tip for renting a locker. Um, go to where you want your locker first. There are maps in the student association when you go to rent a locker and they'll ask you where you want a locker and you can kind of point to the map and that'll give them a range or whatnot. But it definitely helps if you actually go to the place where you want a locker and get sort of that range of numbers of locker numbers that uh, kind of map out to where you'd like your locker to be. That'll just make it so much easier and faster and you'll get a locker that you really want when you go there. There are a lot of lockers on campus. It's hard to keep track of exactly which one is closest to the corner or which one is right beside room 13040 or whatever, right? So just keeping in, in mind which lockers go are where and which one is the best for you is a great uh, um, a way to make your experience of getting a locker better. 100%. Uh so um, I'm just... I I, how, when I get sick so, and I want to use my insurance, do you know how I can claim my insurance? 
Do you want to have this one, Terry? I know it's a little bit complicated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is um, <laughs> this is also like a bit of a two-parter, right? Because there are two different uh, health insurance plans for students, depending on whether you're a domestic or an international student. So the domestic student health insurance plan is handled through a company called We Speak Student. Um, and you can go to the wespeakstudent.com website and find out all of the information. There's just the thing there where you put in your the name of the college and it'll bring up the plan um, and it'll tell you all of the information that you require in order to be able to get um, access to the plan. On the back of your student card is a group number and a policy number. Um, and that when you go to make a claim, those are the numbers that you'll require for um, domestic students. And those pieces are there. There's a whole step-by-step -step process on how to make a claim, how to find all of that information on the SLC website. So if you go to the student affairs page on the St. Lawrence College website, you can find the health insurance page and get all of that information. For international students, their uh, health insurance is covered through GuardMe. Um, so if you go to guard.me slash SLC, you'll find all of the information about um, the GuardMe insurance that covers international students. And all of your um, plan information as far as the policy number and the plan and whatnot is stored in the iSent app. So as an international student, you will have the iSend app on your phone and that's where you can find all of that information. So anytime you need to reference that, those details, it's all stored there. Again, on the St. Lawrence College website, sort of in that same space as domestic students, there's an option for international students to be able to find more details on how to, uh, how to make a claim. Um, and it is slightly different for international students and domestic students. And some, it can be a little bit more complicated depending on what kind of a claim it is, whether it's like a dental or a vision or a, or a prescription drug claim. So that's a bit of a long-winded answer that's easier to just go to the individual pages and look at if you've got those kinds of questions. But in general, that's the, those are the two paths is that for international students, you go to the guard guard.me slash SLC. And for domestic students, you go to wespeakstudent.com. And if you've got any questions about either one of those plans or want any more details, you can definitely drop a line to the student association and we'll find out any information or can help you work your way through those claim processes. That's fantastic. I know um, yeah, on the, uh, the We Speak Student, they do have, they also have, like I said, the, the whole list on how to handle the whole process. There are also uh, links to places that you have discounts to. So that's kind of another way where you actually have discounts provided by having your student number and things. Um, it's one of those things, it looks a lot more intimidating than it is. A lot of times, as, again, I can only speak as a domestic student, um, but if, if, you if you tell them that you're with St. Lawrence and if they're in the, in the network, they, you don't need to give them the claim number. They know what it is. They're like, oh, St. Lawrence College. Yeah, sure. And they just pop you in there. And then all you have, uh, again, for a domestic student, all we have to do is provide is I and then your student number. And that's like, that's your own personal code. That's how, that's how they track you. So it does seem uh, pretty intuitive at times. Have you had a chance to use it yet, Uche? Oh, yeah. So um, I've not had a chance to use my insurance yet, but I, I know how to, you know, like go through the process because... Um, when I arrived, I, you know, asked for my policy number and had to send yeah. them a mail and they sent that information to me. I've also like known like some clinics that also use um, registered with GADME downtown. So it's, it's, I think it's really so easy to use. We also have, there are also student ambassadors who can always help you answer any questions you have. 
if you have any challenge as an international student, but usually when you send an email to guard.me, they are able to respond. Fantastic. Uh, hopefully there are a couple of people out there listening today that got a little bit of information they need to kind of go the right direction because it's a great service. We're paying for it. Use it if you can. It is nothing better than taking care of yourself in health because that way it's going to, you're going to be feeling a lot better. Now, 100%. on a different kind of tack, uh, there's some things that we want to do, right? And one of the great things that the student session does is provides funding, and it provides funding for events and activities, like extracurricular uh, learning opportunities. Who can request funding, Terry? Anybody. Um, Anybody. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, any any full-time student at St. Lawrence College can uh, request funding through the through the student association, or I should say any full-time Kingston student can uh, request funding um, through the student association. And like Brian said, you can request funding for like um, something you wanna undertake, for example, like uh, working at Heights uh, certification. That's a great one. If you've got, if you're in a trade where working at Heights is something that is gonna be part of your uh, sort of ongoing work life experience and you wanna be able to get that out of the way and have some funding available to be able to get that paid for. Or if there's a conference that you wanna attend um, in the non-COVID times, we could be able to send people places, but nowadays it's mostly virtual, um, but, for example, the students in the B-Psych program generally go to the uh, ONTABA um, um, conference, which is a big conference in their field uh, of, for behavioral psychologists, and they can network with other uh, professionals and uh, attend panels and whatnot. And that usually happens in Toronto, um, but it's been virtual for the past few years, but students have still been able to participate and, and take advantage of that funding. Um, but it also exists, as you alluded to, Brian, for students to run events. So if there's something that you feel that you would like to organize and share with your fellow students, um, something that you would like to see happen on campus, that funding is available for you to be able to kind of um, do a little bit of the legwork and have some support and help from the student association to bring in a guest speaker, to have some opportunity available to your fellow students and yourself. Um, and that is something that we've done. I, uh, Brian might be able to fill in the blanks for me, but there was a group of students in your program last year who had some membership fees, I think they were helped with in yes. order to be able to, um, uh, participate well, in that membership organization uh, to network with people in their field and get access to some resources. So there are those kinds of things that the funds can be used for. Um, the manager of student engagement, Shannon, is the person who currently administers that fund. And so if there are any questions, you can find more information by emailing Shannon at saengage.sl.on.ca or going to the student association website at saslc.ca slash funding and you can find a lot of information there you'll also find the forms that are required to be filled out um, to access those funds all of the funds through the essay through the academic support fund which this a pool of funding exists on exists on um a reimbursement basis primarily, mm -hmm. which generally mm -hmm. means that when the funds are approved, the student is uh, the student does the spending. For example, for uh, at Heights training, the student would be responsible for purchasing that training themselves, and then would submit receipts that they would later get reimbursed for. For some of the bigger things, like for a guest speaker or whatnot, 
um, once that kind of stuff is approved and you can work with Shannon on that stuff, um, we wouldn't expect the student necessarily to make that payment. Um, that can be contracted directly with the student association. So don't be like afraid of, of having an idea for a guest speaker that might cost a thousand dollars and think that you have to share <laughs> those funds. If that gets approved and, and goes through the process, then that can definitely be handled more directly with the student association. So there's a little bit of flexibility there. Um, so I would definitely say if students have ideas that they might have for the for the academic support fund to reach out to Shannon and ask those questions because it's a really, really great pool of money. Um, the other big thing that's really important to understand is that because the essay works on a fiscal year that runs from April 1 to March 31st, um, all of those activities related to academic support need to be finished by the end of of March. Um, so we it kind of doesn't align with the academic year. Um, so it, that's just a, a bit of a quirk of our of our accounting to just keep in mind um, when planning these kinds of events. So sooner rather than later would be the, the word of the day on that score. Makes a lot of sense. And uh, what Terry is talking about in terms of what we got to do with my program, it allows one of a few students that helped um, create a proposal to get membership for CPA Ontario, which is uh, Certified Professional Accountants. And as a student, right, it's given me access to do over actually the past couple of years, because I, I, before even applying for the money for my, for my cohorts last year, uh, I've been paying for it for the first couple of years. So it, it allows me to access uh, webinars and conferences and like kind of coffee chats with people in my, in, you know, my, my potential industry. It's been amazing. And I feel like there are a lot of other industries out there that have similar things. And, you know, if you can, put together a proposal um the essay loves to help with things like this they're, they're here to help we're all here to help guys so keep that in mind i also benefited from um one of the fundings trauma informed care um that was done for healthcare administrate administration students yeah i recently oh, yeah? so i was part of it yes <laughs> that's fantastic so um Sometimes um, some students run into um, problems with food, like shortage of food, also shortage of money because of um, the economic situation, you know, and the unforeseen circumstances. So do you know how they can mitigate that? I'm gonna take this one. Yeah, I think you have a bit more knowledge about this than anyway. I know it exists. I know we have a food pantry. I know it exists, but I think you have a bit more of the particulars than I do. Sure. Um, yeah. So the the student association runs a, a full food pantry um, on campus. Um, it runs in kind of two different paths. Um, one is a virtual where um, e-gift cards for students who require them can be given out. Um, and then the other is um, in partnership with the Good Food Box Kingston, whereby students can um, get uh, food from the food pantry. So basically you make a request. There is a form on the essay website um, that you can fill out to make a request for the food pantry. Um, and then the, that request will be responded to and you can come to the essay and pick up some food that you can take home with you. Um, and there are other resources that are available at that time where when you go to the essay um, or when you go to the essay to pick up your food box, you'd be given a list of resources for other places within the community that you can access food resources um, that can help you deal with food insecurity 
And so um, questions that would be related to that would go to the essays manager of operations, Chris Moreland, um, and he can answer those questions in his email as essaybusman at sl.on.ca. Um, but in general, there's an intake form on the website that you can uh, fill out and um, that will start you through the process of getting access to the food pantry um, for those students who are in um, a food, who are experiencing food insecurity. One of the other things related to the food pantry, just sorry to not kind of make these answers longer than they need to be, but I think is kind of helpful for students who are on campus and as we start to return to campus as the semester rolls on, one of the plans that we're going to bring back that we did before COVID was we had a, a um, grab and go breakfast uh, in the student association space a few days a week. Um, and so that will be coming back to the campus um, where there'll be times where there'll be grab and go food that'll be available in our space that um, hasn't started yet. I don't know when exactly it will be starting, whether it'll be starting like next week when students start to return to campus or whatnot, or if the rollout will take a little bit of time, but that is something that's coming back uh, as well. So keep, it, keep an eye out, it'll be on social media and in our spaces as to when that will return. Awesome, awesome. I mean, this, this is a huge uh, benefit for students that are studying at St. Lawrence College. I'm not sure how many colleges to offer this, really. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge benefit. So, um, so um, I'm just going to talk about um, clubs. So we've recently got some inquiries on clubs. So um, in SLC, you may not, uh, if you have any interests, apart from your work or you want to network with people that you have special interests with so let's say you are an entrepreneur and you come to college there's, there's something for you you love music there's something for you you love climates there's something for you, you your interest is in um innovation there's something for you your interest is in i mean learning english communication to build your communication skills and all that yes we have like various interests from different for and you can you know do this within clubs and assuming you don't have an interest in any of the clubs we have because we have lots of clubs so we have the Toastmasters club we have um the innovation the um, enactus club we have um slc alliance we have um footprints, right? So uh, lots of different clubs. I know um, Brian can help me with, with the rest, or Terry can help me with the rest. And yeah, if you don't have any interest in any of this club, you can as well set up your own club. And yeah, and you might receive funding for it. So all this information you can find on SA websites. Yeah, I, I, unfortunately, that's one aspect of uh, seeing I haven't really taken advantage of. Actually, sorry, that's, that's not true. I've done a couple. It's kind of like you know, off the side. I've never started one on my own. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, but I think it's it's an amazing part of it. The fact that you can you can start your own club and you can and there's funding for that. So you don't have to put you put yourself out of pocket. You can you can start a club and get some interest for it, and then you can do some activities paid for by the SA. And again, it's another another. Uh, example of how it's kind of we're trying to make your your student life better just in any way we possibly can so i think it's just kind of something to be keep mindful of so sure. on the other end you know i know we have a lot of um we have a lot of people that are you know spiritual people 
on SLC. And, you know, they, they, they need some help sometimes. And we have uh, Kathy Doring. She's our SLC spiritual support. And she is an associate professor with the Living Waters and Clean Fellowship. And she is, she and her team are absolutely here to help. Uh, you know, she provides some one-on-one -on -one support and some mentoring to staff and students at uh, SLC Tri-Campus. And, you know, as I've been told, she has candy in her office, which is always a beautiful thing to have. Uh, so just if you're need, in need of a little bit of spiritual guidance or just someone to talk to to help you through a difficult time, uh, Kathy is available to staff and students on all their campuses, and she can be reached at chaplain at sl.on.ca. So if you guys need some help out there, give her a call. Um, so I'll be graduating very soon, Terry. I don't know, like, I'm not sure where to get those absolute you know, breathtaking pictures that will live that will last forever. So where can I go take those pictures? <laughs> so we do them right in the student association space. The um, uh, company whose name is popped out of my head right now. Oh, uh, it's called Prestige, I think. Right? Um, life yeah. Um, they're the ones who come in and do the do the. Um, portraits, um, but they happen right in the student association space on campus. So um, if you look in your email inbox over the, like at this time of year, um, you get an email from the student association operations, uh, services and operations coordinator um, who sends out those, um, those emails and lets you know where you can sign up for a time to have your grad photos taken in the space. They fill up quickly. Um, so definitely, if uh, if you see that email and if you want to have grad photos taken, you should definitely do it uh, quickly. Sign up, um, don't delay. Um, but also, if there is a volume and you've tried to sign up for photos and haven't been able to and haven't been able to find a time to be able to get them, but definitely still want to get grad photos, um, just email the um, uh, services and operations coordinator. Email Chris at sabusman at sl.on.ca and let them know because we will be bringing the grad photo people back to campus again for another round of grad photos. So it's okay. definitely, if, if you've missed the current block, this is currently ongoing. There's a, there's a block of photos that are happening right now. If you've missed that particular time slot, then um, there will be another opportunity for sure uh, to be able to um, get your grad photos. And you can find more information when you sign up for the grad photos to take place. You can find information about like the packages and prices and fees and associated with your grad photos. I don't know them off the top of my head, unfortunately, but those all of that information is there and available when you do the sign up um, for those for those services. Um, and this is something that, I mean, I know the podcast that we do here is focused on Kingston students, but I think it's just important to reiterate that the, the, our provider, the current provider, LifeTouch, uh, who comes to the Kingston campus only services the Kingston campus. So if you happen to be a student from Brockville or Cornwall who is watching this, I would suggest reaching out to SAC or to the CSU and asking them about the grad photo process. And they'll be able to give you an answer to that question. Awesome. That's good to keep in mind. I know they, as you said, the, uh, the email went out last week for these. I, I, I believe I'm booked in for next week. I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but mine's upcoming. Eh, it, it's a time. And, uh, but, you know, it's, uh, you get the email back. It, you know, you, you, you get the email, there's a little portal you can go inside. Uh, it's pretty easy to do. So just, if you didn't get, as you said, Terry, if you didn't get 
just block guys, there's another one coming up. So just, you know, if you didn't get this one and you blew on next time, just try to get in right away. It's a uh, better safe than sorry. They, and they do fill up fast. And, and part of that, they fill up fast in a normal year, Brian, but part of that this year in particular is because there are students from like previous years who kind of got missed, who weren't able oh, to really? come, et cetera, et cetera, right? Because of COVID and whatnot. So they're still a little bit playing catch up for some of those previous years. So for sure this year, I think we'll see them back at least one more time. And maybe even after sort of the end of the academic semester, just to make sure that everybody who has an opportunity or who, who wants to have photos taken has an opportunity to do so. So for sure, keep, keep in communication with the essay about that and you'll hear more about those opportunities as they come up. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm not sure if we've covered everything. <laughs> that was a we, lot. I think, yeah, yeah. A, I think we touched on most of the things you want to touch on today. You know, I, and obviously, the, you know, if you need any more, if you have any more questions you want to ask, uh, the wonderful people at the SA are always happy to help. Um, we've given you a couple of different contact, uh, contact emails today that you can reach out to if need be. There also is the SA desk on the second floor in the, in the Kingston campus. So if you need to just go talk to someone there, you know, get some information, that's always a great place to go try. Um, Cherry, do you have any last words you want to say before we head out? Last words, Ryan, that sounds very final. Um, <laughs> Um, no, no, I just, I hope that we were able to answer some questions today. And like you said, if students have other questions, feel free to reach out. Uh, if you've got, so sometimes I think students are like, oh, my question's so small. I just have a quick question. I don't, it doesn't need to be a whole email. Well, don't worry about that. For one, you can definitely send just a quick question through an email, but you can also on the essay website at saslc.ca, there's a live chat. Um, so you can actually pop a quick question into the live chat on the essay website and get an answer from one of us in like minutes. If you've got just a quick question that you want to uh, ask. So that's also a, another way if you're if you're sitting there and thinking, oh, I forgot this email address of who to contact, or I've got a question that wasn't exactly covered here, like whose job is it to to handle what service or whatever, um, by all means, just drop us a line in the live chat and one of us will get back to you and, and send you a quick um, reply on that. And as always, when it comes to all of these things, we like to communicate them through our social media accounts. So keep an eye on any of the essay social media accounts and you can find lots of information there too. We'll always will be sending a refresher about academic support or clubs or those kinds of things from time to time. So in case you feel like I'm not going to be able to remember all of that stuff. Well, if you just uh, follow like the essay Instagram account, they'll remind you. Yeah, so I just um, had the question right now to ask. I don't know. I'm very sorry, but it just, it just came, came, came to mind now. So um, assuming students are having academic challenges, um, who did they contact? Who did they go to? Do you mean if they got a mark that they don't think they deserved? Oh, um, or maybe academic problems. They cannot meet up with their schoolwork and probably they get ah. a mark or they fail a course and they think they, they, they shouldn't have failed that course, you know, something like that. I don't know. 
So that's a two-pronged question, but both of the, the answers are the, um, so there are a few things. There's the Math and Writing Center or the Academic Support Center as it's now called in the library. So that service is available virtually um, while the library is not open. Um, so you can find out information about that on the library's page on the St. Lawrence College website. So there's peer tutoring is available there, the academic support center. So if there's anybody who feels like you're struggling, if you've got something, one of the big things I think that I uh, is really great. And actually, I think Tiffany mentioned this in an episode just a few weeks ago, is talking about the fact that you can take a paper or something to the academic support center if you've got something and they'll go over it to make sure that it's in the right format, like APA format or your citations and whatnot. So you can do that kind of stuff. Um, and that service is really, really helpful and available and also free. So definitely take advantage of that. The other one is if students feel like they have received a mark that they don't deserve or if they wanna have something like that reviewed. There is the, what is that called? All of a sudden I've forgotten the name of that policy. The, the I've forgotten the name of the policy. Um, anyway, it basically the first step in the process is to contact the student rights and responsibilities officer. So Anya Brooker, who is the SSRO, um, um, and contact her and uh, ask to have your um, mark or whatnot reviewed. Um, and then that process begins that way. Um, you can contact a member of the student association to have somebody in those meetings with you to be able to have an advocate to um, help you navigate some of that um, process. Um, but the, but the, the main contact for kicking those things off is um, the SRRO office. And that's her email. It's sro at sl.on.ca. So. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. So um, thank you everyone for um, watching this episode. I want to, to tell, I want to um, encourage you to follow us on all our social media handles at SA Voice Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and um, the Voice Podcast on all the listening um, podcast, all the listening channels at um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yep. Follow us on all those um, handles and listen to this podcast. Thank you, everyone. And bye. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Brian.